Hey, this is Chaz Palminteri. All right, it's Monday. Monday at 11 o'clock. That means, John, what does that mean? A new show, right? New episode. That's right. A new episode of the Chaz Palminteri podcast. I'd just like to remind you, my other podcast, The Wise and the Wise Guy, with the great Michael Francis. So if you want to see me and Michael talk about uh, books that we've read, and take it on, and we, we give it a take, like a neighborhood take, like you get a wise guy mentality and a street mentality, all wrapped around these great mob stories. So check out the wise and the wise guy. Also, come and see my one man show. Uh, the next show, where am I going to be? That's right, uh, Dover, Delaware, June twenty third. I'll be at the Rollins Theater in Dover, Delaware. Also, just go to chazpalmentary.net. Check it out. You got my whole schedule there for the whole year. I'll be at a city near you. And don't forget my restaurants, Chaz Palmentary on 30 West 46th Street. White Plains, 264 Main Street. Listen, I never say I have the best rest Italian restaurant in the city, but I'll tell you what, I got in the top five one of the best restaurants in the city. Italian restaurants, there's a lot of great Italian restaurants. I'm in the top five. Tremendous food, fresh every day. And you know why it's great? Because my name is on it. All right? Because I don't want to hear my friends tell me I don't like your restaurant. And it has to be great. So what we're going to talk about today, today is addictions. Ha! My God, do we know about addictions? Everybody has an addiction, no matter what. John, what's the first addiction we're going to talk about today? I mean, one that's pretty common now is porn. Porn! Let me tell you something about the porn addiction, okay, which is probably one of the worst ones, and I'll tell you why, because when you take drugs or you take alcohol, you you know, you get sick. Porn, you could just keep watching it forever and ever, and it feels good, okay? So porn addiction, do you know, I'm going to tell you something, John, I want to tell my guest out there, there's been an incredible surge in 20-year-olds with ED, erectile dysfunction, 20-year-olds. Now, why is that? Doctors are amazed. And the reason why they're saying it, porn. You're getting this generation now that's growing. When they're 12, they can get on the computer and see any woman they want all over the world. They could see uh, uh, blondes, brunettes, anything. Tall, fat, short. Gorgeous models. They could see black women. They could see white women. They could see Chinese women. They could see Asian women. They could see anybody. When I was a kid growing up, you know what we had to do? National Geographic. We had to hope to see the natives. Maybe you could see a tit. That's not the way it is anymore. Now, they're 12 years old. They get on and they get on. Well, what is the first thing a 12-year-old does? Maybe even younger, nine. Hey, let's, let's see some girls naked. So now you have to realize for 10 years they've been watching porn. And then they try to have sex with their girlfriend in high school or elementary school, God willing. That's a little too young, I think. But they can't get it up. These kids need Viagra. How the hell is that possible? It's a phenomenon. I'm telling you, go on Google if you don't believe me. I'm not making this up. I'm really not. Not for ratings. Okay, I'm telling you. 
So, I mean, we have to do something about this because sooner or later, what this computer is going to end up doing is going to desensitize everyone. Pretty soon, I mean, you could have sex today. John, you could have sex on the computer. They're making it so realistic. Now they're coming with that visual stuff. You know, <laughs> it's, you know, a, a girl gives you a hard time and she doesn't want to see you. She doesn't like the restaurant you're taking her to. I can see these young kids, fuck you, goes home, puts on the glasses, ah, lays down, goes, I'm home again. Here I am, right? He doesn't have to say, uh, hey, was it, you know, how was it? He doesn't have to worry about buying you dinner. He doesn't have to cuddle. He just does it. And you know what? 20 minutes later, if he wants to do it again, he puts on the goggles. Bam! Does it again. Well, here's something funny. In 2010, some inventor revealed a $7,000 sex robot that talks to you. A robot that talks to you? It's a robotic girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever it but is. But, I mean, does it look like a robot or is it very similar to, you and, know? I'm looking at pictures. It looks like they're getting really sophisticated. I mean, with this stuff, with AI and all this stuff, sooner or later... Forget about it. Yeah, yeah, guys are not going to get married anymore. Fuck it, I'll get a robot. You know what, honey? You give me a hard time, I'm getting a robot. You know what I mean? Until the robot lear learns to argue. Oh, you know. You, <laughs> no, the, well, if you put AI into it, then the robot's going to start arguing with you, John. Uh, John, and that's not good. You got to be able to say, shut up, stop talking to me like that. No, but I'm, I'm all kidding aside, this is going to desensitize human beings. That's why I'm scared of this AI. I got to tell you, John, I'm a little nervous with this, really. We kid around and we joke, but this is real. 20-year-olds, erectile dysfunction, that's saying something. I mean, 20 years old, my God, I forget about it. I could go like, uh, you know, when I was 20, you could hang a towel on me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, poof, forget about it. Talk about, you know, hard, forget it. 20-year-old, come on, now... 20-year-olds can't do nothing. I mean, not all 20-year-olds, but a lot of them. So, I mean, porn addiction, I mean, how do you, well, how do you, listen, I always tell folks, I'm not a psychiatrist, you know what I mean? So please, you know, if you really have a problem, you got to go to a doctor. Let me put a disclaimer here. I'm talking about in a neighborhood sense, in my sense of just reading and talking the way I do. But, uh, I think you just got to stop doing it. And porn has got to be hard to stop. Well, here's the thing, too. People also have to realize that there is a difference between the sex that you see in porn versus the sex in real life. It is a completely different thing. Everything you see on porn is scripted. Even the stuff that says it's unscripted or it looks like they just bump into each other at the park or something like that, that is 100% scripted. It's scripted. I mean, it's scripted with bullet points in a way. You know, I mean, that's bullet points. I mean, it's not scripted when they just have a male, you know, uh, you know, people have sex. They uh, they go, all right, we'll talk about this. You talk about that. Then I'll talk about this. I mean, let's not make porn acting this great acting here. You know, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like I always wonder when they have these awards, you know, the adult film awards. I... And don't get, you know, look, I don't begrudge anyone making a living 
I really don't. And some people have to do whatever they have to do to make a living for whatever reason they have. I always go, if a person does porn, wow, if they had to leave their life to do that, then maybe they had a pretty rough life. <laughs> you know, so I don't begrudge anybody. I don't want to come off holier than thou. Because, hey, did I watch porn? Absolutely. Yeah, all guys do. I mean, how could you not? You're flicking a thing and you see something good. Well, how could you not? Let's not bullshit each other here. Sometimes you go, whoa, whoa, look at this, wow. Yeah, guys do that. Guys do that, man. I remember we were kids and we used to watch, uh, all you guys, you kids out there are not going to know this, French films. We used to call them French films. You, now you're too young for that. Um, but we used to get in our club, get the, six, the 16 millimeter, the little French films and put them on, and we all stand there and watch it. And we'd be like screaming, laughing, you know, and, and we'd be like, and then we have a party afterwards. And it was crazy. But I remember one time we did this thing where we had, we were watching the French films and it was really a close-up of his genitals, the guy's genitals and her and her genital, you know, and it was like this. You know, the close-up of this. <laughs> and we were watching it and laughing. So all of a sudden, some of the girls from the neighbor out there knocking on the door. So they said, what are you guys doing? So <laughs> my friend goes, come on, come on in. I go, no, what are you doing? So they walk in, and they're looking at the screen, and all you see is this, you know. And all of a sudden, the girl goes, is that a heartbeat? We fell off the bed, because it looked like a heart, like inside the, you know, uh, we left. Then they realized when it pulled back what it was, Oh my God! They screamed and ran out of the club. It was it was pretty hysterical, man. It's funny to see the evolution and how fast it's advancing. Because when I was younger, it was like you flip through the channels and you hope that you get a glimpse of something on the pay per view scrambled channels. Oh yeah, I mean Playboy. What do you think Playboy was? You think you think we you think we got Playboy to read the interviews? Are you kidding? I mean, they were great interviews. When I got older, I realized there was interviews, but when we were kids. Playboy was huge, huge. And then came Penthouse, would push the limit a little more. Now, there are no limits. You can, you can go online and have any kind of sex you want. Well, there's even like um, animated stuff too that you can watch online. 3D, highly rendered animated stuff of anything that you can think of. It's just bizarre. It's, it's absolute. You could, listen... I don't know what I, I knew. I do. I had to research it, folks. So please, <laughs> no. So I got online and I started researching this. You could pick the girl you want, color of her hair, how tall she is, what body shape she is, her attitude. I mean, okay. And now you're talking about robots with AI. Uh, AO. AI, it's it's AI. really crazy because they really, I haven't seen one in person, but from the pictures I've seen and like videos that I've watched on them, they are very realistic. Like they even have the body temperature that's right. They have the feel of the skin that's right. The hair that you can pull. It's so freaking nuts. Like it, it's like a real human being. It's almost there. Uh, we're replacing ourselves. <laughs> we are replacing ourselves, folks. Hey, and let's give the women a shout out here. They could get one too. You know what? Their husband doesn't want to have sex. 
Uh, he's overweight. He's tired all the time. Who the hell knows? They say, you know what? Give me those glasses. Boom. Puts them on. Ah, they can make them, they could, you know, have sex with Brad Pitt if they want. Like, it's just so wild. Could you imagine like when they start actually implementing AI into these things where they can cook for you? They can, they can just do stuff around the house. They can have a conversation with you. It's like putting chat GPT in a robot. You know, wow. The computer was to bring us closer together. And I, you know, I wrote this line in a play that I'm writing. You know, what the computer does, did, it has brought people who are farther away closer to you, but it has made people that are close to you farther away. And that's really what it's done. I mean, you won't even have to listen to your wife, or the women don't even have to listen to their husbands. If they want to have an affair, all they have to do is get on the virtual stuff or get on the computer, and they can have sex with Rock Hudson. Anybody? Well, not Rock. Rock might want. <laughs> you know, Rock is different. And, and, and let's put this for everyone. Whether you're gay, straight, transgender, you can have sex with anyone and be free. Just... Just do it up. Let's have a ball here. And you know what they said? You know what they said about this? Uh, when I was reading it, I'm glad I remember. They said that the more you watch porn, the more you have to then experiment even more. Because after a while, the porn that you're watching doesn't do it for you anymore. So now you got to go, all right, let's do two girls. Let's do three girls. Uh, let's do uh, S&M. Let's do, uh, uh, you know, uh, anything. And it's just not reality. It's not reality. Folks, we are not in reality. I don't want to say that I'm against all this, you know, technology, but, you know, why is it that the divorce rate is one out of five? I think it's even more than that. I think maybe three marriages last out of 10. It's because of all what? The availability of choices. Back then in the 50s, 60s, I mean, you're with your wife. You're with your wife for life in the 40s. Marriage, people stayed together. They didn't have so many choices. And now some people will say, John, well, that's a bad thing. And I, I don't know about that. Because you know why? Human beings... They're selfish, and inherently selfish. You know, think about it. Why is it it's harder to stay in a Hollywood marriage than a regular marriage? Let's, let's think about that. Why? I mean, the guy who, when you're a star or famous or have a lot of money, you have opportunities. A man is as faithful, they say, and a woman, but more a man. Let's, let's give the man the credit here for being less of a person than a woman. <laughs> I think a woman is much more intelligent and uh, more, you know, it's harder for a woman to cheat, in my opinion. And what I always say is men cheat to stay in a marriage, women cheat to get out of one. When your woman is cheating on you, marriage is over, over. When a man is cheating on you, he still loves you probably, it's not over, but he just wants his cake and eat it too. That's the difference. But when a woman cheats on you, pretty much gone, babe. Men are more impulsive. 
Men are much more impulsive. They're like dogs. I mean, they they were given that thing from the man upstairs to pro, pro, co, uh, procreate. Procreate, excuse me. <clears throat> and that's what it was for. So, because you know, a man is always like, you know, it's the Google thing. You know about the Google. You know, I think I talked about that once. You know, the you know, it, it's like they they did this test. It's called uh, the, you know, the Coolidge test. That was of course the President Coolidge. You know, they got a rat, and they they put a female rat that was in heat in a, in a box, and then they got a, a a male rat and threw him in the box, and the, and the male rat bam jumped right on her, boom, 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 had sex, and then they kept doing this, boom, the male rat jumped, you know, jumped right on her. Then all of a sudden, what they did was. Actually, excuse me, they put the male rat in, then they threw the female rat in. And they did this for like a few weeks, and as soon as they put that female rat in heat, bam. Then after about two weeks, they would put the female in, in, the, in the box, and the rat waited. Yeah, he waited like 10 minutes, then he jumped on it. And it got longer and longer and longer. And after almost three weeks, the rat didn't even want to bother with her anymore. But then they took that rat, uh, the female rat out and put another female rat in, Bam! Right back to like right away. And they said it was like amazing that after a while, the female, the male rat just didn't want to have sex with the same rat. And they said that human beings are the same way. Now, why is that? Because when you're married, sex is about other things. It's about love, commitment, children, what you have together. It's not the same as when you meet a stranger. When you meet a stranger, it's about forbidden fruit. It's about uh, uh, power. It's about submissive dominance. It's about all these other things that come in your head. And it, it causes you to be excited. It's something new. And that's very similar to what porn is. That's why these guys, these kids are just getting on these computers and having sex with as many women as they want and as many different women as they want. And after a while, when they try to have real sex, they can't get it up. And they have to get farther and farther and farther into it. People just pushing the envelope. It's funny. I actually had this argument with a friend the other day right? where he had sex with his girlfriend for the first time after three months. And then he was complaining, oh, it wasn't good. And then he started comparing it to porn. And I was like, first of all, that's a dumb argument. And then second yes. of all, in order to get better, for it to be better as a whole, you have to learn who they are, what they like, and, and all the different aspects of that person. I mean, you're not going to have the best time your first time. Right. No. It, look, the, you remember the first time you kissed your wife with an open mouth and you kissed each other? It was incredible. Remember the first time you made love to each other? It was incredible. But you, you're married 5, 10, 20, like me, 30 years. Okay, you got to work on that. You got to work. And, and every man you talk to will tell you the same thing. They say, no, we have to work on it. And, and, and by not doing anything else with another woman, I mean, we're not dogs here. We're not dogs. We're anybody, anybody in the street you just have sex with. You can't do that. So I believe that this pornography and, and the way it's so prevalent, I, I think it's, um, I just think it's bad. 
So how would you get away from that? Like, what's the the recovery process to being addicted? Oh to no, porn? there's there's these centers that have porn addiction. Okay, why are you doing that? Look, addictions are hard to break. You know, uh, it's got to be very similar to like smoking or drinking or something like that, where it releases a chemical in your brain no, no where question. you need instant gratification. It's it's called, that's what it is. Happiness is different than pleasure. Pleasure is instant gratification getting a new girl on the computer getting a new you know putting the visual things on finding a new predicament with another woman happiness is built up over time by being faithful by working hard for a living by taking care of your family and showing you know what you have accomplished in your life that's happiness having a good life. But pleasure, pleasure's a bitch because we all want it. And the devil knows that. And he knows what your weakness is. Don't get me wrong, he knows. And the more success you got, you get, the more the devil will come and get you. The more the negative forces, you know how I feel about this, the negative forces. Negative forces, they don't bother a junkie or somebody who's doing really bad with their life, who fucked up their life, they don't bother them. They look at them, they fly around, look at them, they go, all right, forget him. Leave him alone. He's doing it all himself. We don't have to do nothing with him. But when they see a guy really, really succeeding or a woman really succeeding, they go, ah, this is good. You know, they rub their hands together. What could we do here? How could we fuck up this great marriage? I'm, I, I'm telling you, those forces, folks, are as real as this ch this chair and this this chair I'm sitting on and this table I'm on right now. These are real forces. I talk about these forces all the time. I talk about these forces that just don't want to see you succeed. Do you ever realize the happier you get, the more the negative forces attack you? The richer you become, the more you think you, you don't need your marriage, that you can have fool around with all the girls. The more women that are attracted to you, the more you start feeling, I don't need my wife anymore. Or even women say, I don't need my husband anymore. Let's go for both. You know, m women cheat just like men cheat. Okay? And this is for whether you are, like I said, straight, gay, transgender, doesn't matter. We're all the same people. We all have that feeling up in our heads hey, I don't want this person. You know what? This other person is nicer. She's sexier. So <clears throat> it's about being in a, in a relationship that you trust each other. Because once you break that trust, folks, that's a bitch to get again. Let me tell you something. That's a bitch to get again. It takes years, years, and sometimes you never get it again. So... If you're in a great relationship, you know, really try to like hold on to it. You gotta polish it up. You gotta make it shine. Or, or like I my shrink used to tell me, you gotta water the garden. If you don't water the garden, it will die. The garden will die. But if you're out there with porn and and uh uh doing things that you shouldn't be doing, sooner or later it's gonna die. It will. And you think you're getting away with it, but you're really not. You're not getting away with it because what it does is it chips at your soul. 
and you start hating yourself for it. And then you start doing even worse decisions. So, you know what? I, I think this was a good... I think I like, we like, I like to keep these uh, uh, addictions up and just keep, uh, you know, talking about... Maybe I'll do a show on each addiction. That would be a good idea. Yeah. Um, so I mean, back to what you were saying a little bit. I'm yeah. on this website, and the first thing that they mention is porn addictions cause mental health issues. That's the thing that they most commonly see, such as anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, and body image issues, which wow. is it's really crazy that it could lead to that many negative mental effects. Depression? Yeah. Why are you depressed? If, because it's like a junkie, folks. When you get that porn, did you ever notice when you get the porn and you really use it, it's like anything else, that as soon as you're finished, you feel like shit? What does that mean? How come you're not as happy as you were before you started? Because you're in that, you got that dopamine in your brain. Or as the forces call it, you're in the Luciferic dream. It's a dream state. And then all of a sudden, as soon as it's over, you wake up. What did I just do? Oh, my God. Did you ever see somebody who gets caught and he's like, oh, what did I do? What was I, crazy? That's what it is. That's how strong the porn addiction is. You keep thinking you'll get away with it, but you won't. In the end, it'll hurt you. So... Look, it's hard to tell your kids, a son who's 21 years old, you know, can't look at porn. I mean, they're going to do it. But I wish there was some way where we could limit it, where we won't have these 20-year-olds on ED, you know, that have ED. I mean, this is crazy. So I think we're going to talk about next week. This, was, this episode was about porn. Each week I'm going to do an episode... Uh, not each week, but I'm going to do a lot of episodes myself with addictions. We're going to cover, if you have any questions about the porn addiction, let me know. And uh, I'll talk about that. We're going to do gambling. We're going to do, uh, what else? Gambling, Al drugs. Alcohol. Alcohol. You know, they said, John, that if alcohol was just founded today, if they just found alcohol today, it would be... It would be not on the list. They would, they would ban it. It would be illegal. I completely be agree. Illegal. That's what they said, which is weird. Alcohol is really abused. Everybody abuses that. I mean... Uh, it just brings in too much money. It brings in too much money. Drugs bring in too much money. Porn brings in too much... All the addictions bring in a lot of money. Why? That's because the negative forces know it, and the negative people know it. And when you put the negative forces with the negative people, you got to... Powerful, powerful cocktail there. I don't know if this is accurate, but I'm pretty sure that I read somewhere that during the pandemic when there was the lockdown, the number one visited site was Pornhub. There you go. I rest my case. <laughs> during the lock, well, you're home, you got nothing to do, nothing's on TV. Eh, let me check out some porn. Yeah, I could see that. I could be wrong. Maybe it's not number one, but it was definitely it up was on definitely that list. Up there. Yeah. Well, why does that old saying, you know, there's a reason why they have these old sayings, birds of a feather flock together, you know, always the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Why do they always say things like, an idle mind is the devil's workshop? When you're idle, that's when the man gets right in there and works on you. Okay, so 
just be aware of your addictions. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. But I'm coming off it in a neighborhood logic way. Okay? Hey, it's been great. Uh, I had a lot of fun today. Don't forget to go to my website. Go to my website, chazpalmentary.net, or my Instagram, chazpalmentary. Subscribe. Hit that like button because it, it only helps me with all the projects I do. Don't forget The Wise and the Wise Guy with me and Michael Francis, the other podcast. And um, listen, it was great seeing you. Come and see that one-man show. You'll never forget it. It'll be a night in the theater. You'll never forget. God bless you and see you next week.